got a block by Hubbard. And more hurdles over a defender and just a yard shy of the first down. Arnold middle of the field. What a catch by DJ Moore. Break block, he gets it. In time. Downfield wide open. Catch made. DJ Moore. Weaving inside the 10-yard line. First and goal Panthers. Chris Freeman in motion. Darnold back to throw. Sings it over the middle to Moore, who gets belted, still on his feet, and he's up. Moore staying alive inside the 15 and spinning out of bounds inside the 10. My goodness, DJ Moore, how did he do it? And now he's a bear, DJ Moore. Probably the key piece to the trade that happened late Friday. It's Carmen and York. We've already been on an hour. You're just joining us now, uh, live and local all day today. Captain Hoodie started things early. Black and Abdallah were on. Waddle and Sylvie in a couple hours. We'll cross talk with the guys at two. Uh, tonight, you've got Tyler Aki and Jeff Meller. So busy, busy day. Lots happening. The Bears shaking up uh, the NFL offseason, as we expected they would with the big blockbuster trade on Friday night. And now you've got this legal tampering window that is open. It's been a little bit of a slow start through the first hour. The Bears have agreed to contract terms with T.J. Edwards, uh, like their own current middle linebacker, undrafted out of Wisconsin. Both wear number 57. My buddy Keith Lukes was pointing that out. He said, how weird is this? They're both from here. They both played at Wisconsin. They're both undrafted. T.J. Edwards, over the last couple of years, has made a little name for himself uh, at, with the Eagles and now gets a, uh, he gets rewarded for it in a deal that... When we first heard about it, we said, yeah, you know, this is not the deal everybody thought was going to happen early. But this isn't a big money deal. This is $12 million guaranteed. This is $19.5 million over the life of the contract. That You see how the Bears value that off-ball linebacker position. But probably a, a, a young athletic player that they like very much that can be a sure tackler. And that's what they're looking for out of that position. Right, Yerk? Yeah, exactly. That's what the, they want. Solid player. I told you they were interchangeable parts a, a, a long time ago, like the running back position. If you put a great off a defensive line in front of a linebacker, that linebacker is going to be able to flourish. Right. Everybody loved Mike Singletary. If it wasn't for the people that were in front of Mike Singletary, Mike Singletary would have been what you saw in 1992. Remember 1992? Uh, Singletary yeah. in his last year. Last year. Always arguing. You're holding me. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Getting getting lost in the in the pile yeah. of giants. Well, when you're older and that D line's not quite the same. Exactly. Yeah. It's a little bit different. Yeah. Things uh, things became a lot tougher. You you, you you've got a You've got to be able to flourish on your own excellence. And uh, sometimes, uh, you know, players like Mike Singletary have a tendency to run out of excellence quickly <laughs> when the defensive line changes in front of them. Eric, the last two Mondays, Peter King has written extensively about the Bears because it was a week ago today we were talking about his sit-down conversation at the Combine with Ryan Poles. And, you know, uh, you walked away from that. We all did walked away from it like, wow, it's this thing's this thing's up for sale. And he's out there telling everybody and he's just looking for the best deal and five days later he had what he thought was the best deal peter king wrote a lot about the bears again today he wrote this because the trade cannot be announced until wednesday the start of the 03 league year the bears and panthers were very zipped up over the weekend but i have gathered a few nuggets the prevailing wisdom chicago got enough for the pick assuming dj moore can be the primo receiver justin fields desperately needs this deal was not getting done without DJ Moore in it. That's written in all bold letters, Yerk. 
This deal was not getting done without DJ Moore in it. Bears had a bottom five group of wideouts in 2022. Even after trading for Claypool, Mooney, Claypool, and St. Brown as a group were not going to give Fields his best chance to emerge as a quarterback. And developing Fields is priority one for the 2023 Bears because then they do have to decide, like Yurko always says. Yep. That's why the DJ Moore component of all this was so big. I, t- I said this uh, about an hour ago when we were cross-talking with Black and Abdallah. It was easily the most exciting part of the trade. I mean, you love that they got another one. They got another two in 25. That's great. Add to that draft equity, all that, that, that equity you have, all that draft capital. It is great. But the thing to get most excited about is DJ Moore, who has just a little over 5,200 receiving yards in his career, three 1,100-yard seasons in five years. I think it's 22 career touchdowns. And he's played with nine different quarterbacks. Nine. Now, I don't know that Justin Fields, how much better Justin Fields is any, uh, I don't know how much better he is than any of those guys. I think he's better than a handful of them. And if he can develop and DJ Moore can help him, the Bears finally have someone they can, they finally have somewhat of a threat in that receiving room. DJ Moore is a very, very good wide receiver. You're taking the excuses away. That's the process you're starting to do. You're taking the excuses away. Yes. Okay, that's what, you're going to build the offensive line. You're going to give him a number one wide receiver. He's going to be, uh, he, Justin Fields. Justin Fields is going to have weapons to go to. He's going to be protected. Now let's get all the answers and let's see Justin Fields at his best, period. Period. Now you got to build a defensive line and we'll see how well, that and, starts and that's to go. That's a huge part of this. They, right. Today or tomorrow, you'd be shocked if they didn't come away with someone. Yeah. And I hope it's Draymond Jones, even though they're going to overpay a little bit. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you seemed a little surprised that they did this trade as early as they did. Or is that accurate? That, that is, it's a little bit. I, you, they're the ones that are reading the tea leaves, and they're the ones putting their toes in the water to see what the demand is. And I think ultimately you might have been right when you said there was no crystal clear number one guy that everybody wanted. Right. And that may have uh, muddied the waters a little bit for the Chicago Bears. And in talking and assessing whether they're going to be able to get a player back, right. Carolina may have been the most willing team to go ahead because they moved on. Let's face it, they had moved on. When they traded away the running back over to McCaffrey, McCaffrey to uh, San Francisco, they were telling the world we're ready to move on. We're ready to go ahead and hurt for a little bit, and then we're going to figure this thing out. We're going to turn it in the right direction. So they found a dance partner. Right. I think the return is good. I think you do get your number one stud receiver. He's paid like a number one stud receiver. And now you've got to go about the business of getting this offense clicking on all cylinders. Yeah, still some work to do. It's a good point. But yeah, work to do I, on the I, offensive line, work to do on the defensive line. I think that player being offered up and just knowing that, again, they weren't going to be able to buy this in free agency, and they probably tripped yeah, up a little was, bit last year right, with if, the Claypool trade. Like If he was a free agent... He'd have been the number one wide receiving free agent out there, period. And I, and I think that's the thing that got this deal done as early as it was done. Because, like you said, you found a team that was willing to give you a player in his prime at a position you desperately needed to upgrade. All right, let's grab some calls. This is, uh, let's go to Dylan and Tara Hote on ESPN 1000. What's up, Dylan? Hi, guys. Uh, I got to take my hat off to Ryan Poles because after what he did last year in the draft with Gordon and Brisker, he shored up the secondary, and then it sucks we got rid of Roquan. But if we get that Tyree Wilson at the number nine, Ooh. and then and then get that Draymond guy you guys keep talking about, who who can we get on the other side? Is Cleo Mack out there? 
I heard you say something about uh, Campbell is the free agent now. Yes, that would be that would be a monster defense. You know, it doesn't matter who we have a linebacker because our secondary with Jalen Johnson, who's probably the most underrated player in the league, I think. But you know, the corners are solid, the safeties are solid. If you get three monsters, we need the monsters of the midway back, guys. Yeah, and I, uh, thank you, guys. Thanks, My wife son. gets tired of. My wife gets tired of hearing me talk about bears. Uh, well, that's why you should call us, Dylan. Thanks. I don't. I haven't seen too many mocks that have Tyree Wilson still available at nine. Um, you know the name I saw a couple of times, which is a name because again you got to be careful. I think it's it's because of his impressive showing at the combine. But the kid from Iowa, uh, Van Ness, Lucas Van Ness, the 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 edge rusher, like, he had a great combine. He's a physical freak. You know, and so be careful with those things. Like, do what Yurko and Waddle always say. And, and I know, I hope these Turn guys the know film that. On. Turn the film on. You know, that's a name that all of a sudden you heard with the Bears moving back after his impressive showing at the Combine. Okay, is he moving up the draft boards a little? I think I'd be surprised if Tyree Wilson was there when the Bears were picking up. Oh, he must be moving up. Oh, he is, Yurko. Yeah. I'm telling you, over the weekend. Uh, is this casual in Garfield Ridge? Hello? How's it going, brother? What's how, up? How are you guys feeling? Good, how are you? I just want, good, good, good. I just wanted to bring up a quick thing about the draft. Um, as far as like Darnell Mooney and you know drafting a wide receiver with the ninth overall pick, I, I'm really behind that because you know Mooney is like what is he year four, year five? I'm not I'm not too sure where yet. Where Mooney, he's at Mooney's contract. going into year four. Year four? Yes. So honestly, I say I I kick the tires on drafting a wide receiver. You know, with a little bit more. I mean, I feel like we might know a little bit of the. You know, I feel like, you know, Mooney might have already hit his season. You know, my, why not give a chance to a young guy like, you know, Jackson Smith from Ohio State? You know, he already wants Oof. to play with uh, with Justin Fields, yeah. you know. So kick the tires on a new, uh, new contract with him and stuff like that. I feel like it's something we should look at. I think a lot of it is going to depend on this week, my friend, to see what they come away with. If they come away with McGlinchey and Draymond Jones, does it make it more likely that they draft a wide receiver? In the first round, York, or do you think that's still... I think Jalen Carter is, well, if he's is there. the one. I, I think Jalen Carter, you draft him. If he's there? If Jalen Carter is there, you take Jalen Carter. What if you sign Draymond Jones, though? Is that too much? Doesn't bother me. No? No. One plays nose, one I mean, plays I, I could the, I could theoretically take... Uh, well, you could play him in an even man front. <coughs> yeah. You don't necessarily have to put a guy on the center. You can play an even man front. Play an even inside man. Inside eyes, outside inside, eyes. Yeah, so one's on the thing. outside, yeah. and then one's on the Whatever you want. Yeah. Square them both up, angle them yeah. one way or the other. You got a lot of flexibility there. I, I mean, yeah, you're right. They I play an a... even man anyway, really. Right. So you could just play one right. off the eye and then one of the three technique. Yeah, right? I, you can you can do that. I mean, I'd prefer to get an edge guy too. So you're hoping somebody else takes Jalen Carter, or you hope J- the, the, the news on Jalen Carter. If you're the Bears, is crystal clear one way or the other. Right. I know. It's either that a yes, he did. This is what he's guilty of. But if you start finding more out. I have a feeling he's going to slip and fall. Tyree Wilson or any other edge rusher, rusher. if you already get the defensive tackle, would be fine, too. Lee Allen is uh, on the south side. What's up, Lee Allen? What's up? What's going on, fellas? Great show today. Thank you. Okay, I got three things. OTAs are going to be very important for the Chicago Bears. If you remember last year... They were able to get a lot established out of OTAs. It got you Tevin Jenkins. It got you some other guys that end up being role players. Don't skip out on OTAs. I'm with uh, the fact that we're going to draft Jalen Carter, for one, because I tend to believe the Bears' investment in mental health. 
Tanisha Way, Dr. Suber, Mr. Wiley, you're going to them to get their evaluation on that pick because this is a diversity pick. If you look at John Morant, and if you even go back to Dr. Harry Edwards, the sports psychologist, this is something that is going to continue to evolve in sports because you're you're bringing people from very middle class to lower middle class backgrounds and making them wealthy overnight, and the Bears have made that investment. And three, there's a young man from Chicago, Jahari Branch, center guard out of Maryland. He is as good or better than John Michael Schmitz. And he played at Maryland under Mike Loxley. He's a kid that should be on your radar. And Yurko, you know a guy, Ronaldo Wynn, you played with him in Jacksonville, yep. and Larry Smith, because I went to Florida State from 97 to 2000. You're drafting Jalen uh, Carter because you're looking at the fact that you have an African-American team owner. African-American general manager, African-American assistant general manager. And if there's one team in the NFL that can bring in Jalen Carter and get him developed, it's the Chicago Bears. We're getting them at nine, and we're going to the playoffs. Thanks, Leon. They, uh, good stuff. Team they, president, they, they, by the way. Yeah, team, team president, president, not team owner. Yeah. Uh, team president, Kevin Warren. You better just be sure. I mean, do what you can. And that's not an easy thing. But this is where you pay big money to best private eyes and all your other security people and you get down dirty and find out what exactly happened what you can what what do you believe how much can you trust him because you don't want to make a mistake with a character issue and if he turns out to be that this was an isolated thing a one-time thing he stays on the straight and narrow his whole career and he he's somewhere else and he's great that sucks and we gave you examples i mean it does happen we gave you some examples of guys that just tumble and tumble and tumble because of... And somebody gets them. And then somebody gets them. And it was Tony Dungy that took the chance on SAP, right? Uh, yeah, I would it imagine. Was. It was must Tony Dungy, yes. Yeah, yeah. Said, screw it, we're taking them. We love them. Was it... Uh, who would have been in Minnesota? Was it Dennis Green? I, I, it could what? have been Dennis Green, That'd yes. be my guess. Yeah. When they drafted Randy Moss, right? It was probably Dennis Green, Yerk. I bet it was. 1998. Was that Tice? No, Tice wasn't there yet, right? That's, no, no that, Tice was there, but he was either but he, st- still a player or he was like a, yeah, he wasn't a head coach. quarterback's coach or tight right, end right, coach. Right. That yeah. had to be Denny Green, yeah. I would think. Well, I mean, um, look it up. Yeah. So, uh, you know, do do what you can here. And, and I'm sure they're doing that. They don't need us to tell them. But if there's something that turns you off, maybe they moved all the way back knowing that he'd already be gone and they didn't want to make the decision. I don't know. Maybe they're thinking something else. Like, Yurko and I have this suspicion. Dennis Green. Yeah, it was Denny Green. That they're eyeing up Skronsky all along here, and they're going to bump him inside. They believe in Jones. They're going to sign McGlinchey. Diana Rossini saying that there is uh, mutual interest at the Bears. She wrote that the Bears are targeting McGlinchey, uh, and then maybe they draft Skronsky at night and move him inside. Maybe they back out again, and they do draft a receiver. Maybe they add more, and they go down a few more spots and, and draft a receiver. Who knows? But a lot of this week will kind of lead us to maybe where they might lean because we're going to find yeah. out and figure out which holes they've plugged. Randy Moss, 21st pick overall. 21st overall, yeah. 21st not, overall. Not bad. It's Carmen and Yurko. More of your Bears calls coming up. We'll be right back. And Yurko. Follow the show on Twitter at Carmen DeFalco and at Yurko64. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. This is breaking news on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. The Bears have been linked to free agent 
defensive tackle Javon Hargrave of the Eagles. Yurko, I'm here to tell you, according to Adam Schefter, Hargrave is signing with the San Francisco 49ers, not the Bears. I don't think you're going to mind so this, So the though. Bears have been linked to him. They've been linked to him. But he has signed with the San Francisco 49ers. He is going to sign a deal with San Francisco. Uh, this is a four-year, $80 million deal, half of it guaranteed. $40 million guaranteed. Probably for you, I bet you're going to say that's okay. 30 years old, right? Because of his age. Yeah, yeah I think he's age. 30 or 31. So four years, you got $20 million a year, but now half of that's guaranteed. Well, $40 million is guaranteed. How much in a signing bonus? Um, you know what, York? He doesn't uh, have that in here just yet. This is breaking news. Oh, back to back. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. From Diana Rossini, right tackle Mike McGlinchey. Speak up. Mike, uh, right tackle Mike McGlinchey, per Diana Rossini, is signing with the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos. Expected to sign with the Denver Broncos. She just reported, like, in the last 20 minutes. About an hour ago, Diana Rossini put on Twitter that the Bears are interested in McGlinchey. My answer to that? Thank you, Denver. Okay, that's your guy, Sean Payton, York. Thank you, Denver. Sean sees something. Sean's got his own demons out there, okay? Sean's got his own demons. Sean's got his own demons out there. His name's Russell Wilson. That's true. He's got to clean up the Russell Wilson department. About 20 minutes ago, she said she had tweeted that the while the Bears were interested in McGlinchey, that the Broncos were also in, and now it looks like the Broncos are landing. Mike McGlinchey. So now here we go. We're an hour and 20 minutes in. Here we go. David Onyemata is off the board. Another interior pass rusher. He is signing a free agent deal with the Falcons. But he's another one of the 30-year-old players that you're probably not. Immunata. Where is he from? New Orleans. He was New Orleans. He is going to play for the Atlanta Falcons. And interesting, you think Sean Payton would be interested in him? Uh, I thought about that. I did. Okay. So Especially if they're going to lose Draymond Jones. Yes. You know? That's the one we're waiting on here, man. Any news? Nothing yet? It might be tough because of the contract Deron Payne signed. It might be getting a little tougher for teams. I don't know. But I, I thought Draymond Jones, by now, we, we would have heard something. It's like the Watson deal. Deshaun yeah. Watson muddied the quarterback uh, situation. Now you got Deron Payne, and obviously they wanted him. The commander said, we are oh, not yeah. going to let you go. You are going to be ours forever. <laughs> They've got problems, though. They're going to have to pay They're people. They're going to pay Chase Young. Yep. Yep. So there you go. Um, all right, so that's the very latest. Bears do not get Hargrave. I don't know to what level they were engaged in conversations. Again, it was sort of Bears had speculated to have interest because of the positional need. They certainly had interest in some form of communication with Mike McGlinchey, but they do not get him. And Yurko says that's a good thing. It's okay. Don't worry. They're going to end up. Uh, they'll end up going and turning their attention somewhere else. Mike McGlinchey is signing, uh, or will sign later this week when it becomes officially a free agent deal with the Denver Broncos. Philly Sid and Algin on ESPN One Thousand. Philly TJ Edwards. We getting a good player? Uh, TJ Edwards to me indicates that the Bears are going to make a play at some point in time, either free agency or the draft, on a three technique guy. Yeah. If you have a good three technique in front of him, he's a tackling machine, and he's young, and the price. Perfect. I mean, you got him exactly what you needed him for. And Philly, Philly knew that they were probably going to lose him this year anyway. It's part of the reason why they drafted Nicobe Dean last year out of Georgia, uh, the linebacker. Um, and it's also they've got Sean Bradley there. They may end up keeping Kazir White because uh, they only had him on a one-year deal. So it was a, it was pretty much the writing was on the wall that he was going to go out in free agency. So as long as they get somebody in front of him, they can suck up blocks. Yeah, they, they made a great 
great pick there. There you go. Um, and then, oh, the move this weekend, Carmen, I could not agree with you more. The moment that they made the deal, at first I didn't know about the DJ Moore part. All I heard were the picks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's not enough. And then all of a sudden the DJ Moore thing popped up. I'm like, bingo. Yeah. There you go. That's, uh, I mean, very cool. And now they're situated at the ninth pick. If they don't get the D tackle in free agency, and if they don't, you know, get fortunate enough to have Jalen Carter fall away to them at nine, maybe he gets picked earlier. They can trade back out of that nine pick, maybe drop five or six spots, and take Brian Brees, the D tackle out of Clemson, who's also a first round grade D tackle, uh, who actually has the ability to play not only the three technique, but can occasionally move out to the end and play the end position. But he's this block suck up type of guy that you want to put in front of somebody like TJ Edwards. So do you like him Bears, or Cansey better? I like Cansey overall better, yeah, uh, Yurko, but I don't here. think Cansey's a guy that's going to suck up blocks. Yeah, I think he's a guy that's well, going to get the leaner. Yeah, you're right. Brees is, Brees is the like the big thicker. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, uh, the the other kid looks more like Aaron Donald. I mean, now we don't yeah. know that he can play like Aaron Donald, but. If you could get, if he's anywhere, if he's three quarters as good, you'd have a hell of a player on your hand because you've got that quick, penetrating, you know, defensive tackle wreaking havoc in the background. He's not as much as like, you know, gobbling up blocks. That's true. Sid, thanks, buddy. We appreciate it. Um, both the kids, you know, well, Miles, what I tell you about linebackers, what I tell you about linebackers, first thing Philly said, said, Philly said, says, if you put a three technique in front of him, he's a tackling machine. Sure. If he's got to, if he's got to make a living on his own accord, Without the help of a defensive line, you know, swallowing up people. And Philly's got a good D-line. Then he becomes, you know, hey, just another guy. Philly's got a really good D-line. So let's get some people in front of everybody so he can run the thing the way it needs to be successfully. Yeah. Uh, all right, so just recapping things here. Uh, T.J. Edwards will be a bear later this week, uh, barring any sort of hiccups, passes, the physical and everything like that, coming back home. Uh, from a little bit uh, outside of Chicago here, played at Wisconsin, was an undrafted player. The parallels between he and Jack Sanborn are crazy. I think we realized they did overlap one year at Wisconsin too, right, York? They played together one year at Wisco. Um, yes, Adam Johnson, I, I think, so. had that. Yeah, it's it's really it's just kind of nutty how that's all coming together. But he gets a, a free agent deal, three years, $19.5 million. McGlinchey is not signing with the Bears. He's going to play for Sean Payton and the Denver Broncos. Uh, the only other really big ones, again, uh, Javon Hargrave is going to San Francisco. Onyemata is going to Atlanta. Any other, like, big name there, the one that we've... Oh, um, there was another... Yeah, Ben Powers, the guard from Baltimore. Four years, $52 million, uh to Denver. Boy, so he's loading up on so, the O-line. Yeah, no kidding. How about that? Wow. Right tackle, right guard. Right tackle and a guard, York. Yeah, Denver giving former Ravens guard Ben Powers a four-year $52 million deal that includes $28.5 million guaranteed per sources. So your guy going about the business of fixing the Russell Wilson problem, and maybe he feels like a better protection will help that problem. I think better protection helps all quarterbacks. I think you're absolutely right about that. 312-332-3776. Tony's in Naperville. What's up, Tone? Tony. Hello. Hello. Hey, my my question is: We're excited about DJ Moore. Is DJ Moore excited to come here, or are we more excited for him to come here? I think Good we're question. more excited to Good have question, him. Question, Tony. I think we are more excited to have him because he's played without a quarterback for an extended period of time. Right? Does he think he, 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 can't he knows get any the worse? struggle bus? He knows what the struggle bus is like. When you're out there and you need service, wide receivers need service. They do. Cristiano Ronaldo needs the ball. 
And he can't go get the ball at the midline. He's got to be able to get the ball somewhere in an attacking position so he can make things happen, right? A wide receiver needs to receive the ball where he can make things happen. So we'll find out from his interview. He's been tweeting about it. He's been excited. Do you think he's re- figuring it can't get any worse? Could be. Can't get any worse than what I had. You know, he's like, I played with nine quarterbacks. I played with Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield. How could it get worse? I've been on a team, two teams that have been bad and, and became good. Mm-hmm. One of those was in Green Bay. And, and, and being part of the process of it becoming good is, is wonderful. I spent five years there. It was awful my first year there, 4-12. and 12. Mm. They changed everything out. I survived the, the purge, if you will. You did. And we spent the next four years building it. The fifth year is the year they went to the Super Bowl. Two in a row. They won that one. So, and in Jacksonville, I was there when we were four and seven. We we're terrible. We couldn't get out of our own way. Wayne Weaver was thinking about firing Tom Coughlin. Mm. Then we rattled off five in a row. We ended up in the playoffs, blah, blah, blah. And next thing you knew, you lose the AFC championship game to the New England Patriots. And then they went to the playoffs in 97, 98 again. So, you know, being a part of something you're going to build is great. So, DJ Moore can be a part of something that looks like it's going to build. Here are the quarterbacks he played with last year and their quarterback ratings. Let me hear it. Okay. Your gold medal winner in six starts was Sam Darnold, who had a somewhat respectable 92.6 quarterback rating. You'd say that's respectable, yes. But he still completed fewer than 59% of his passes, had just seven touchdown passes to three interceptions. All right. All right. Next guy. Next guy. P.J. Walker, who played six games, five starts, completed, just like Sam Darnold, about 59% of his passes and had a quarterback rating of 78. And then with a record of 1-5 in in six starts, seven games played, a completion percentage below 58%, and a quarterback rating of 74.4, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. I mean, if I'm DJ Moore, I'm probably like, well, I know that Moose Muhammad once said that's where those receivers, uh, that's where we receivers are going to die. But he's got to be going, I can't get any worse. So I hope he's excited. Like Yurko said, we'll see in his interview. 312-332-3776. We'll be right back. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Even the NFL uh, on the weekend where you've got conference tournament action all across the college basketball landscape and Selection Sunday. I mean, the NFL still made tons of news between the Bears shaking things up and everybody wondering what the hell Rodgers is going to do, Lamar Jackson. That'll get more interesting on Wednesday because he can't talk to teams yet because he's got the tag on him. So, you know, this legal tampering window is open now. He's got to wait till the new league year starts at 3 o'clock our time. On Wednesday, the tampering window, it's still so weird to say that, um, the legal tampering window opened at 11 o'clock our time. We're starting to see some of the, the big names come off the board now. Still some huge names out there, like what is going to happen with Orlando Brown Jr.? What's going to happen with Draymond Jones? There's a couple of the bigger ones, I'd say, right now. Deron Payne got his long-term deal in Washington. McGlinchey has signed with Sean Payton and the Broncos. They went out and got two O-linemen. They also signed Ben Powers. Bears uh, will be adding officially later this week T.J. Edwards, the middle linebacker from Philly, the former Wisconsin product from Lake Villa, Illinois. Three years, $19.5 million. So we're reacting to all that. The Bears added a pretty damn good wide receiver 
Um, I, you know, he's not a top 10 wide receiver. Okay, that's fine. But he's pretty accomplished in this league playing for a franchise that, like ours, hasn't had a ton of success at the quarterback position, sort of been spinning their wheels, not a lot of dynamic offenses. I mean, I guess when McCaffrey was uh, in his prime, certainly. And But, I mean, since sort of since they let go of Cam Newton, they've been doing the same thing as a lot of these franchises that just spin their wheels. They, they can't find a quarterback. They traded Christian McCaffrey. All of that equity probably made it a little bit easier for them to give the Bears what they gave to move up. They made a big jump up, and they gave a lot of picks. But they remember, they got four picks from McCaffrey. I, th- I believe it was a second, third, fourth, and fifth rounder. So they, they had a little bit extra in their cash, and they were able to send some of that to the Bears. And they also traded away DJ Moore, who I think is really good. He's a very good route runner. Um, he's tough after the catch, good hands. You know, he's been productive in this league. So I think it's good. I think without that, that deal never, like Peter King and everybody else has said it, that's what sweetened the pot. And the Bears said, this is what we need. This is too good. We got to go ahead and do this. Uh, the NFC North next year, I mean, I want to pump the brakes before I say, there's just so much of the offseason that has to happen. To think that the Bears are going to be competitive. Yeah, I want to. I want to know what so you think much. about the NFC North, August thirty first. Ex- exactly. That's what it, I yeah. want to know then, because yeah. then you're going to have a whole lot of time. Yeah. To see what the hell the Bears have done. But I will say, the other like, if you want to call it piece of news, but I mean, the other thing that came out of this weekend was Mark Murphy, the president of the Packers, and Yurko and I are going to end up being wrong on this. Uh, basically telling you they're done with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, they've had their fill. This is it. So I don't know what he's waiting on now or what he's got to decide. The Packers have basically said, there's nothing to decide. We don't want you. And we're done. I mean, uh, th- move right? on. Yeah, like, move on. This go, is it. Go. This go, was, go. This was Mark Murphy over the weekend. Well, obviously, we're very fortunate to have back-to-back Hall of Fame quarterbacks. And you think? Yeah, it's, it was very early in my <laughs> tenure, so I remember it very well with, uh, uh, with Brett's situation. And, you know, um, it's kind of the it happens in our game. You know, nobody, very few players play for only one team. Uh, and, you know, obviously, Brett had a great career. Aaron had a great career here. And uh, regardless of what happens, you know, Aaron will be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He'll be in our Hall of Fame. And we'll bring him back. or retire his number. And, uh, but this is just one of the things that you go through as a team. And, uh, you know, again, we want to try to achieve something that's good for both uh, Aaron and us. I mean, if that's not a scram, like, I don't know what is. The president, like, yeah, yeah. Doesn't really happen. We'll retire his number when he's when he comes back. Go, scram. Difference one year makes, huh? I mean, my God. And they're just done with it. But it does make, you know, you feel like it opens up the door in the division a little. The Bears still aren't as good as the Lions. I get that. But like Yurko said, when it's going to be important to decide is at some point in late August. And maybe the Bears wow us with some of the things they do this week and in the draft and during the offseason program. And with Aaron Rodgers out of the division, it does become it does become easier. They're like the you know, like the it's just quite frankly the path gets considerably easier. I think for everybody, even though the Packers so, were not the division division right, winning team last right year. now. To me, the Detroit Lions the best team, and they're, totally. they're the best they're team the in the division. Detroit the Lions, Minnesota comes back down. I'd put them at two. Uh, depending what happens in Green Bay, I mean, Green Bay can go from wherever they were to last. You think so? And then uh, the Bears move up uh, preseason. 
Uh, you know, once they assign Rodgers, it'll be, yeah, Detroit, Minnesota, yeah, Bears, Bears, Green Bay. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what the hell Jordan Love's capable of. I don't uh, know. Boy, and we talked to Jason Wildey last week. I don't know. Um, York, the day we did the uh, spring training last week, Cap and I had him on in the afternoon. Yeah, and I mean, you know, Wildey's pretty plugged in up there, and I, I don't think I don't think they know, and I'm not sure they believe what they once believed about his capability. Like, they're going to realize what it's like now. And, and that's fine. You can be done with Rodgers. Cool. But now you're going to realize what, what it's like. Now you got to find a quarterback. And then I don't think they're, they're going back to back to back. And it, it doesn't sound like the people in Green Bay think that. I mean, Wildey basically said, no, that's, that's not happening. You, he goes, you guys don't have anything to worry about. They're not going back to back to back, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame. And you're going to find out how hard it is. It'd be damn near impossible. Yeah, it really would be, wouldn't it? You're going to have to have one hiccup in there. If it happens, I I give up. I can't. I don't know what I'll do, but I just, I'm waving the white flag if that happens. Let's see. Let's go to Bob on the southwest side. What's up? I'm sorry. This is Rob. What's up, Rob? Hey, what's up, fellas? Hey, I just wanted to, uh, you know, the Chicago Bears, when we went to the Super Bowl, if you guys remember those drafts before, it was all about the big, big dogs, making sure we got big offensive linemen, big defensive linemen. So I like Paris Johnson at that number nine pick. Mm. And uh, and we definitely can't get that Skorowski guy that I put to draft a guard at number nine. So definitely. Well, if, it, he's, it, if he's Quentin Nelson, you can. If he's, you know, if he's as good as Quentin Nelson, you can. No. I, I just don't think a guard is just that 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 high in, in you know in in uh, value in terms of a, a offensive tackle or a defensive end. Obviously, if Jalen Carter drops to us, that'd be awesome. I don't really see it happening, but that would be great. But definitely, Paris Johnson looks a, looks like a ten year starter. Thank All you. All right, guys. thanks, thanks, Rob. Um, yeah, I mean, Yurko likes a lot about Skaronsky. Loves his feet. You, you talked about some of the technique things that he have to work on. Maybe does project a little bit more. As a as a really dominant guard going forward, but uh, you love his feet. You yeah. said that jumps off the screen at you. It when you does. Watch the yeah, tape of the kid. I'm trying to think of the guy that played for the Pittsburgh Steelers guard, Allen Fanica. Fanica, thank you, Allen Fanica. If you got him at number one, you'd be more than a happy camper. Oh yeah, if you you'd be doing somebody, you'd be sure. doing backhand springs down the street. Sure. If you ended up with Pouncey, like oh, uh, they, yeah. you know, centers don't go in the first round either. either. But yeah. if you end up with Pouncey, yes. You'd be like, ho, oh, oh, ho, we're very happy with what we have. If you end up with a guy that's stud for you for 10 years, yeah, that was a great draft. If you draft him at nine, you'd still be happy with that's it. That's a great draft choice. Guy yeah. that played for you for 10 years at one position. Yeah. You can count on year in and year out. That's a great pick. Yeah. You know, you end up with uh, a player of that ilk, I think. Even at nine, you'd say, okay. I mean, yeah, do we value guards as much? No. But if you're talking about someone who's a perennial pro bowler for 10 years at one position for you, would you look back at it 10 years later and you drafted him ninth and said, yeah, that, that worked out for us? Mark's in Lincoln Park. What's up, Mark? Hey, Carm. Hey, Eric. How are you guys doing today? Good, man. How are you? Good. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited about the Bulls move. Um, my question, Eric, we're math guys. So you guys would always have been talking about the point valuation system of a number one overall. Trade, have, yeah. Eric, have you broken down the the math numbers. Carm's got the sheet. Carm's got the sheet over there. I so do. from one to nine is how many points, Carm? Uh, so nine is worth thirteen fifty. One is worth three thousand. Nine is worth thirteen fifty. Thirteen fifty. So we're looking for sixteen hundred and fifty points coming back. Right. We, we, and did, and did we get it? 
right. Well, you don't know yet because you don't know where one and two are. Right. You don't know where the next one and the next two what, are going to be. What pick is worth sixteen hundred? Uh, the pick that is worth sixteen hundred yeah. is the sixth overall pick. So if they finish uh, in the bottom six next year, and they, you end up with the first round pick next year, that's in the top six, you have more than paid for the pick in just what you received in the first round next year, right? Yes, you have more than paid so, for it, so in, including DJ Moore. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. If you do the math, is DJ Moore and the second round? Factored into that, or is this only first round stuff? That's my question. No, second no. rounds got values They've all got too. Values too. They've like, all got values. Like the sixty first pick they got, right. Mark is worth two hundred and ninety two yeah. points. Yeah, so it all va- and you don't really okay. know until you they until you figure out exactly right. where the other the future Next picks. Year. And land. then how do you how do you rank uh, DJ Moore as far as points go? Right, a first you know, rounder. He was a former yeah, first what, round what, pick. What do you assign him? So. Yeah, they made out. Carolina overpaid because right. Carolina had to overpay. Yeah, I think they made out okay with the market. It, the, the general consensus from around the league seems to be that the Bears definitely made out okay, and it's getting the player that made it key. Getting DJ Moore made it key. A lot of people are fine with Carolina doing this, believe it or not, because they understand what they're trying to do. You're believing in Frank Reich, and they wanted a quarterback badly. They must like one of them unless they turn around and flip this thing right again. They can turn around and flip it. Who's to say that they can't? Sure they can't. They can do whatever they want with it. You know, they own the pick. They own the pick. They can turn around and flip it. They can they can drop down to two. They can absolutely. drop down to four. Yep. They can do what the Bears wanted to do. It could be not a bad thing for Carolina when it's all said and done. Seriously. I think it's good for the Bears. Assessing it, probably, believe it or not, it's not crazy for Carolina, all things considered. Especially if they move out of that spot and recoup some of those picks. The key is Carolina being poor next year and you getting a possibly a top six pick. For us, that's like, for Bears fans, the second most important thing after watching the Bears will be watching the Panthers week to week. Yep. Right? And you hope that they land somewhere in the like top five or six. That'd be unbelievable. I don't know if they'll be that bad. I like Frank Reich. I mean, the end of the tenure in Indy was ugly, but I, I like him. I think he can coach. Um, but man, they're gonna have to do it with a rookie quarterback. This oh, is breaking news on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN One Thousand. Charlie Petra, what is happening? This is your guy, your coach, Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, to the Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders. What kind of deal, Jimmy G? Found himself a home. He's back. He's, ba- he's back with uh, McDaniel. Yeah, this is from Garofalo. He says they're closing in on a deal yet. It doesn't look like any numbers have been announced contract wise, but. Uh, all indications are, it seems, that he will be in Las Vegas. But another right. Illinois kid, right? Rolling Meadows. Rolling Meadows, Illinois. Rolling Meadows. A lot of, pe- lot of people, uh, you know, signing from the state of Illinois. How about it? We got some good representation out there. That's, good for him. Seem to make a lot Vegas of sense. Vegas bound. That one does make sense. With good McDaniel. for them. So yeah. Jimmy G going to the Raiders. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Yurko, here are uh, updated odds for the NFC North next year. They're factoring in what we... It's baked into the line now that Rodgers is as good as gone. Right. Lions, plus 165. Vikings plus two seventy five, Packers plus three twenty five, Bears plus three fifty. 
About how close they are. Yeah, back it's right there. there. Like I said, by August 31st, that changes. Take a screenshot of that. Right. Screenshot that. Oh, and then right. let's go forward. On August 31st, we'll pull that back and we'll see where the wagering, not only the wagering interest, but what might actually Got be it. happening. Because we Got haven't it. gone through free agency. We haven't gone through a, a draft. We haven't gone through an off season. Got a long way to go. You're long way to go. It's only March. What's today? Fourteen. Long way 13? to go. And a short time to get there. March thirteenth. He's bound down. He's bound down. Yeah. Yurk goes out on Wednesday for Pinehurst. You looking forward to it? I am. I am. We're on a buggy out of uh, Midway at about. Uh, I'm getting picked up at five ten. Nice. Five ten a.m. Start early. Start. I'll be on the golf course by two. I love it. Look at you on the course by Look two. It. Playing Southern on Pines. Yeah, the Southern Pines. Southern Pines. Is that a good one? Three of us. It's a nice track out I there know, that man. surrounds the Piners area. Beautiful. You got pine needles. You got mid pines. You've got Southern Pines. You, a lot of pines. Get the theme. I'm getting the theme here. You get a theme Are here. There pine trees in North Carolina. I'm waiting for pine cones to open up. I mean, what the hell? Pine I mean, cone. how much? How much other crap can we? Pine cone needles. You know. I mean, what the hell's going on down there? Can somebody think of the Dormy Club? Well, hey, thank God Uh, somebody's got something else going on down there. That's funny. Uh, Jimmy G is going to sign, according to various outlets and reports now, including uh, Mike Garofolo and Diana Rossini and Adam Schefter uh, from ESPN. Uh, Jimmy G is going to sign with the Raiders. Bears have... Uh, signed or will officially sign later this week when the new league year starts, T.J. Edwards. That's the only move the Bears have made so far as we know it. Still nothing on Draymond Jones. That's that's the big one. Now, Javon Hargrave signed with San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Boy, that, that line, man, that front line. Oof, oh. Terrifying. Bosa, Armstead, yeah. Hargrave. I know Hargrave's a little bit older, but, boy, he's been really good the last couple of years. Like, that is a terrifying pass rush. In They're San putting Francisco, a defensive right? line out there, aren't they? Now, who's their quarterback going to be? Uh, uh, Brock Purdy. I guess. He's so purdy. He's so purdy. Brock Purdy. Your mouth is sure is purdy. Oh, boy. Joe is... Uh, oh. Can we not quote uh, Deliverance anymore? Deliverance shouldn't be quoted. Probably not. Yeah. It's, it's a different, uh, different era. Uh, oh, Joe man. is on the Stevenson. What's up, Joe? Hey, what's going on, guys? So uh, the only way I see the, the Panthers straighten out that topic, I mean, they obviously came up to get somebody. And I know that they're, uh, they're brass up top. They like big athletic quarterbacks. Yeah. I can see them obviously going for... Uh, the kid from Florida. Richardson. But the only way I would see him keeping that or trading that pick is if they landed somebody like Jimmy G or maybe they go after Lamar Jackson. But the only mm-hmm. person I see dropping their pick is is uh, the number three pick with yeah. the, uh, the Cardinals. I mean, other than that, I mean, they came up for a reason. They gave up a lot. They, well, they let go their top wide receiver. They don't have a lot of offensive talent. And they they need they need a quarterback. I don't even know who they'd put in right now. I just I know, hope I they don't stink. Either. That's I don't, all I don't I either, hope. Joe. It's true. Uh, but I mean, I the only reason you could see him doing it is because there's not a slam dunk number one quarterback to take. So maybe they just wanted, like what Yurko said, they wanted to be in the Bears' position of controlling the you know the the build up to draft night. Bears got a deal that was good for them in a lot of ways, and they said, okay, we're comfortable. We're going to do this. Carolina could still get to a point where they, they're torn between C.J. and Richardson, and they're not sure, and they just say, you know what? Yeah. Everybody's going to come up to us now, torn. and they could back up. I mean, yeah, would they have to figure out what the quarterback situation is? They would, but they could wait. If they get another first-rounder, you know, could you wait for next year and then still be back in play to grab your quarterback? When Jalen back? Carter falls, will there be a team out there that's sitting back in the 20s and oh, moves that, up. that says, hey, 
okay, we're going to capitalize on this. Mm. We are going to jump up there, and we're going to go grab him because that's how dominant he is. And you know what type of move that is to me? Bold. Belichickian. Belichickian. Belichickian right there. That's the guy. I don't know where he picks, though. He may not have to go up that far. He may fall down to where he's at. They are. What are they, 17? Yeah, something like that. Right right about there, right? They're about 17. But will there be a team in the 20s? Will Kansas City see that and say, hey, here's a chance for us to Yeah, here's a chance for us to capitalize and get somebody in the middle. We need somebody in the middle. Yerk, they are at 14. Yeah, 14. He so can that, fall to them. They may not have to even go up. He can go to 14. But what at 14, they see the Bears sitting there, and they say, hey, we'll trade with you. I'll do it. But I, we want you to move back to 14. Okay. Now your receivers start to become live, live Jackson players. Smith and Jigba becomes yeah, live. That's a live player friend. then. Live. 312-332-3776. Ring us up to talk Bears Start a free agency, the blockbuster from Friday. Your thoughts about it, how you feel, how excited are you for DJ Moore, and all the rest. It's Bears Monday. It is Bears Bonanza, Yurko. We'll cross-talk in an hour with Waddle and Sylvie. We'll be back in two minutes.